Guys, yeah. before we get underway, I have to let you know and remind everybody it's Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. Yes, it, it is. is. Not superstitious at all. In fact, bring on the 13th. I like it. Today's the day uh, that our producer Faith is graduating from college. I know. Yes. Congrats to her. Big deal in her life. Um, I want to tell you something that kind of goes along with Friday the 13th that happened last night. So, you know, Taylor moved back home. Mm -hmm. And so we have Phoebe and Taylor at home. Yeah. Right. And um, it was late. We're, you know, getting ready for bed, laying clothes out. And Taylor and Phoebe both come running in the room. I had just gotten out of the shower. They come running in the room. Did you hear that? It was so scary. There was some sort of scary sound outside that freaked them out, so mm. much so that they came back to our bedroom. Yeah. Murphy, you were also, like, getting your clothes situated. And- yeah. But you know what they did, Sam? They came back, and, of course, knowing me the way they did, it's like, Dad, do you think the camera out front caught it? Yeah, because they heard it. Let's go see. Yeah. And, and sure it enough. did. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, that freaked uh, you're them out. You're probably thinking, yeah, that well, doesn't, that, that probably was it? sounds more, yeah. Well, because they it's didn't hear something. the car part, they heard the squealing. I think it was a belt, a loose belt on somebody's car. Oh. You know, and when somebody accelerates and it squeals like that, I think that's what it was. <laughs> they thought there was something weird going on. There's outside. something in the woods howling. Wait, right. it, there is, I mean, <clears throat> it's a scary sound if you think it's not a car. Let's hear yeah. it again. The nest, the nest, the, well, the Nest camera doesn't record things all that well anyway. It's not like it sounds, you know, totally off the charts scary. But here comes the car. Yeah, dead giveaway on the car at the end. That, but I know, th- Sam, you're thinking that shouldn't have that shouldn't have scared anyone. Really? Yeah. You know, this, you never know if you don't know where a sound is coming from, and it's not obvious. Whenever our shower, when I get out of the shower, Murphy, <laughs> and it starts to the water kind of starts to go down the drain. It's like <laughs> I'm thinking Stephen yeah. King. Like, there are times when things that are normal do sound scary. Yeah. Wow, sounds like I'm living with a bunch of nervous people. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, was, I felt bad for them because they both heard it and both thought it was creepy town. Well, what happened when you told them it was a, a fan belt? I think they went to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, this is so sweet. The most popular baby names and which old names are coming back. What to name a child is always one of the coolest, biggest decisions ever. Once you do it, it sticks. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless your child changes their name one day. Like our Phoebe, who wanted to be called Rocky for a year when she was young. (laughs) She did. I'll never forget it. I'm not sure why she wanted to be called Rocky, but that's what what, she wanted to be called. When she's especially edgy with me, I call her Rocky. I'm like, all right, Rocky. Parker Parker (laughs) always wanted to be called Superdome. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no, like, why? He can't tell you today why. He doesn't remember. It does sound sort of superhero-ish. I'll say that. Okay. Um, Top baby names um, for this year. Let me ask you this. The same as they've been. Did y'all fight over baby names? Not at all. did y'all kind of agree on Me and Jody? Yeah. Not at all. Oh, no. I know. Actually, I think we decided pretty quickly because we went the family name route. Mm. Right, Jody? Right. Well, I had always wanted Taylor for a girl before before I knew you. I wanted that. And I was so glad that you were totally good with it. He was. Yeah. Well, I have a cousin, Taylor, you know, mm-hmm. on my side of the family, too, so that worked out. Mm-hmm. Phoebe was just, we decided, you know, after loving friends as much, <laughs> that's, she's yeah. named after. Although, wait, Phoebe, wait, wait. My papa pointed out that there's a Phoebe in the Bible, and bless his yeah. heart, I think he thinks that that's why we yeah. chose it. Y'all played along with that? I didn't play yeah. along, but I didn't. Yeah. 
correct I him. Did. <laughs> I did. Me neither. You don't correct your 90-year-old papa, okay? That's right, Murphy. You remember the verse, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> she lives like there's a book of Phoebe. Listen, top names again for the last year. Liam for boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Liam here in the commercial. Yeah. Liam is a good name. Yeah. And then it Olivia is. for girls. Oh, yeah. Olivia has been popular for 10-plus years, and it is beautiful. What's cool about it is it's a classic name. But they're saying... That old names are coming back, Mm -hmm. and so older names that we can expect to hear in the next 10, 20 years for girls, Mary, Margaret, and Joan. Oh, I thought thought that was one person. (laughs) Mary, Margaret, and Joan. Yeah, Mary, Margaret, Joan, get over here. Or triplets. And for boys, Arthur, Ronald, Hmm. and here's a very classic one, Edward. Oh, yeah. I like Edward. Yeah. And they're expecting it to make a comeback. Just want to throw those out in case you're thinking of naming babies. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You know, when we first started hearing about Top Gun Maverick being a thing, and goodness gracious, is it a thing this month, finally. Mm-hmm. Waited 30 years for this movie. Um, we heard that Kelly McGillis and Meg Ryan were not going to return, and there was a lot of buzz in Hollywood about, well, you know, they wrote, wrote them out because they're older ladies. And I, I, I do yeah, want to say that... Goose's son is in here, so... I know. I would love to see Meg Ryan. She was fabulous. She tells me about all of them, Maverick. Uh-huh. Goose goes home early for church, and you, you always go home with the hot women. All right. She was only in like two or three scenes in the movie Top Gun, and she stole the show and mm-hmm. stole the scene, and she still is doing great. Now, Kelly, and looking great, and Kelly McGillis says, I don't need to be in it anyway. That's yeah. her quote. She's like, I'm old and fat now. She said those words. Some people in Hollywood are like, mm, they didn't want to write older women in, but the word is from producers is they didn't want every storyline to be looking backwards. Right. They wanted some. They spend the whole movie doing that. They do some of the movie. I mean, Maverick is yeah. a look back, you know, a lot. And then with Goose and that storyline with the sun. So that's the word that some of it's present, mm-hmm. some of it's forward thinking because we could have some stuff in the future, but not all of it looking back. We shall see. Of course, it opens Memorial Day weekend. Jody, are you worried about your health in the future? And the reason I ask this is, I, mean, I don't know why. why it just occurred to me. Uh, you know, your your grandpa, Papa, mm-hmm. can't see. I know. And your mom goes for those monthly. I know. Eye shots. Injections in uh-huh. your eyes. Has yeah. that occurred to you that like, it, it, no, Papa and mom, and I, I'm next. No, not until now. All right, yeah. It just hit me this week because you were talking about those contact lenses being impossible to put in, and it's I know. like, wait. The whole family's got eye issues. Yeah. So, I mean, what your mom has is not macular degeneration, which is what Papa has. I don't know what it is, what's called. And and by the way, he lived. His macular's degenerated. But, you know, I mean, he was in his late 80s when that happened. So you've got to live long enough for that to happen. Mm. I'm not worried about it, but now. You're 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 suggesting that because. I'm asking a simple question. that That may be coming for me. Yeah. Well, I will tell Jeans, you this. The first time my mom had to get a shot in the eye, you guys remember this, I went with her, which was very hard for me to do, even though she's the one getting the shot. You know me, I'm eye weird. I went and I held her hand and I looked away. Poor thing. I mean, I just wanted to be there with her because she was very nervous. Sure. 
Well, um, I mean, a needle in the eye? And yeah. I, they, they, they numb it. They, they put drops in that numb you first. Uh-huh. You still, the, the biggest problem, according to my mother, I wouldn't know, is that you have to have your eye open for it. They yeah. hold your eye wide open and do it. Although they're very quick, and she, I, I do believe she still goes every month and still does it. Mm. She's a soldier about it. Yeah. She's been really great about it. Um, but that day I did think, if this were me, would I be able to do this? Yeah. Because no I don't know. Give mm-hmm. me a shot almost anywhere else. I'm sure you would do what you had to do. To see? Probably. Yeah. I hope. I, I hadn't even really thought about that being a thing. I mean, what about you? What are you worried about? <laughs> What should you be worried about? Uh, see, Dad had high blood pressure. Mom had breast cancer. Mm, but your mom is She's breast cancer now. free She's now. Fine, yeah. yeah, you know what? You can play those games all day long, but that's know. not that's not how life works. Whatever you think is going to happen is not what's going to happen. Oh, that's the that's, truth. That's what I believe about life. Mm-hmm. You can project all you want to. Forget that. Live in the day because whatever you think is going to happen is not. Enjoy yeah. your day. Doesn't John Lennon say life is what happens when you're busy, busy planning making other, other plans? Things? Yes. Yeah, or something like that, right? <laughs> you know, to go both right. of you. Paraphrasing. <laughs> Sam's Music News, powered by Rocket Mortgage. Uh, Van Halen, you know how they've been talking about that tribute uh, tour, possibly? Wolfie, yes. Uh, yes. Apparently, it is a real thing. We heard it from David Lee Roth, which, you know, that can be hmm, that kind of sketchy. That makes wonder, but look, Sammy's always uh, dependable. My, my, Michael Anthony, the former yes. bass player, mm-hmm. says, yeah. He said he talked to Alex and he talked to David Lee Roth about it. Uh, he doesn't know where it stands now. They were looking at former Metallica bassist Jason Newstad to join. Because yes. right. David Lee Roth said they should probably have two people for every position. Now, he didn't say Sammy as the other singer. He says Pink. I love but, the way he know. acts like Sammy doesn't exist. <laughs> Bring it. You yeah, know, they yeah. just need to have a sing-off. If, if they do that, they need him and they need Sammy. As much I, as I don't like Van Hagar, it's like they, they need do. Sammy. It's so yeah, good. they do need him. And I do love that. You know, um, did you know that Wolfie and his mom did a Mother's Day podcast together? On, mm-hmm. I say podcast. It wasn't a broadcast, whatever, on Sirius XM. Oh. They, he has a regular show there, you know? Yeah, yeah he does. And, and she was on with him. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Murphy cool. was dreaming of... Valerie Bertinelli. Uh, yes. yes. She sounds the same. One yeah. day at a time. The good old yeah. days. Uh, this weekend, Sunday night, we got the Billboard Music Awards hosted by one Puff Daddy Diddy. Seems like yesterday we used to rock He's Diddy right now. Sean Diddy Combs. Uh, big performers. Ed Sheeran's performing. Nice. Uh, 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 top nominees. The weekend had the most nominations with, I think, 17. Okay. Goodness. Wow. Will he be there? Another, you know? another uh, big year. I don't think he's one of the performers. Yeah, he's elusive sometimes like that. I hope he's there. I we'll saw see. that the uh, Chili Peppers were going to be performing, but they now backed out, so mm. they're not going to be there. And the Icon Award is going to be going to Mary J. Blige this year. Wow. Bring it. All that going on Sunday night on NBC. And also uh, another option on Sunday on CMT, they're going to carry uh, the... Uh, Naomi Judd uh, funeral service. Yeah, there, there was okay. a private service earlier this uh-huh. week, but they're going to carry the public one live on CMT. Love so that'll be seven Eastern, six Central. So far, they haven't announced who's who's going to be performing or who's going to be speaking and making appearances yet. Oh, you can believe it's going to be some big names in yeah. country music performing and speaking. And of course, it's going to be held at the Church of Country Music, the Ryman Auditorium. <laughs> You guys ready for my top five stories? Yeah, entertainment stories of the week, yes. All right, let's go. Number five. The Wizard of Oz is coming back. 
to theaters. I'm kidding. We're not in Kansas anymore. This yeah. summer for two days. Add this to your list of stuff to watch, along with Maverick and the Elvis movie on June 5th and 6th. You can see this movie in the theaters, and I've never seen it in the theater, only at home on my living room floor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think only my great-grandmother saw it in the theater. Um, it's to celebrate Judy Garland's 100th birthday wow. this summer. Number four. All right. There's a rumor that over at Disney, they're thinking about Aladdin 2, the live action, because did you did you forget that Will Smith was the genie? You really don't know who I am. Genie, wishes, lamp, none of that ringing a bell. Few I slap years, people on stage. A few years back, he did this, and it was a big uh, win at the box office, and so they've been planning to do Aladdin 2 all this time, mm-hmm. but now the whole slap, the, Will Smith's career is a big question mark for everyone right now, especially Will Smith. The word is they're talking to Dwayne The Rock Johnson to replace him as Genie. Oh, okay. He can sing, he, he can looks do it like all, a genie. he does look like a genie, yeah. popping right out of a bottle. Number three. Tom Brady gets a 10-year, $375 million deal from Fox Sports for when he retires to be a game analyst, Man. and it is the largest contract in sport, sports casting history. How'd you like that yeah. one, Mur- Murphy? Hey, look, when you retire, we got $375 million waiting for you. Yay! I don't know, guys. I'm going to have to think about we it. We all know Brady, though. He's not worried about that yet. He's worried about what's happening on the field this yeah. season. Number two. This is so big. The Dirty Dancing sequel is happening. We know that. I'm going to do my kind of dancing. Uh, great part. Jennifer Grey is producing this movie. They're going to start filming this year. Patrick Swayze will be a hologram. Patrick Swayze's family is on board to make him a part of it somehow. They're writing him in. Yeah. Okay. Probably flashbacks. Deep fake anything. No, 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 he's not going to be in it. It'll be flashbacks that she Mm -hmm. lost him or something. But the Mm -hmm. cool news is number one, you're going to set it. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't it. The cool news is they're going to set it in the 90s and they're going to use music from the 90s like Alanis. Oh, okay. Like nice. Liz Fair, like hip hop tracks. Yeah. Look for that. And Fun. now, number one. Number one. Number one. Zach Efron says he is down with revisiting his high school musical character, Troy Bolton. If they were ever going to do anything, mm-hmm. it ne- he needs to be there or nobody cares. Right. And we care, Zach. We care a lot. Powered by O'Reilly Auto Parts, that's Jody's Top 5. Coming up next. How I almost wound up in a hospital oh, in 6th grade because we didn't have a school nurse. You know, Murphy uh, had mentioned something uh, when we were started talking about Nurses Week, how his school did not have a school nurse. Right. And it reminded me that, you know what, in elementary school, I didn't have one. And then when I went to Holy Cross for eight years, we didn't have one there. So what did you do when you got sick? Well, Who helped you? That's what I'm bringing up. I remember one time in either fifth or sixth grade, I swallowed a Bic pen cap, uh, the old kind. Ow, you know, with have, the point. You have the point on them cause where it goes in your pocket. Ouch. You did? You know, yeah, I was just, you know, chewing on it. Like you chew on a pencil or a pen, and I swallowed it. Oh, and no. And it was like, tell the teacher you swallowed it. Oh, no. They sent me to the cafeteria. For the lunch ladies? Yeah. To help you? Because I didn't have, we didn't have a, a nurse. So they sent me to the cafeteria. and What did they do? <laughs> Feed you some bread? Yes. To push it down? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. my God. It was to push really? it down, but also maybe the bread could get around it. And, so it wouldn't scratch it your insides. point that wouldn't scratch my insides. Isn't that funny that that's the old wives' tale or whatever that I think. As yeah, soon as you said that, I'm thinking, bread, get bread in him. 
Yeah, it really probably should have been a visit to the emergency room, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. that's not. So, like, when did school nurses become a thing? Did you have one? I feel like I did. Yeah. I feel like I did have a school nurse. Um, yeah, I remember going to the office at times, and I remember it was elementary school. And I do think that I would see most of the time it was just, like, the secretary. Yeah. And But I feel like maybe at least in junior high we had a school nurse. Yeah. How about that for the country school I went to? Yeah, because you guys like to pick there that? were other times where you felt ill and they would just send you to the office. To call your mom. Either the principal or the secretary would go, well, I think you could go back to class. Yeah. You <laughs> to, you kinda, look, when you're that age, you're walking into that room with a question as much as anything. A question of what should I do here? And they yeah. can see it. Yeah. yeah. And they know. Uh-huh. It's such a crazy little age, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I can't believe what became of your big top pin. <laughs> Do we really want the answer to that? Did it scratch you? Did, no, it didn't, you... didn't scratch me at any point that I know of. And as far as what became of it, I, I don't know and I don't care. Did you tell your mom? Yeah. What'd she say? Got to keep an eye out for it. Oh. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Bridgerton fans, I've got some news for you. Is it possible that there has not been a single betrothal yet? No. Netflix is announcing that they they're recasting the role of Francesca. She's someone who's been a little bit of a mystery character and has only had a few appearances here and there. So you're going to see a switch. It's intentional. They've chosen Hannah Dodd to replace Ruby Stokes as Francesca's Francesca. Mm-hmm. The reason they're saying is okay. So these books are based on. Romance novels, yeah, and every novel focuses on a different sibling, and every every a different person. So every season is a whole different person. Mm. Okay, okay. And as they continue to follow the books in order, and that's what Netflix is doing. By the time we get season six, it will all be about Francesca, okay. and they just felt this person was better for the for the role. And if each season gets racier by the time we get to six, are you hoping that? Have you watched it? No, 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 no. I just couldn't. I couldn't commit. Couldn't be in it. Yeah. Um, I've got news for fans of the late comedian Norm Macdonald. Oprah Winfrey's longtime boyfriend, Stedman Graham, has written a new book called You Can Make It Happen, <laughs> a nine-step plan for success. Step number one, become Oprah Winfrey's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, okay, Netflix, also Netflix, will be running a one-hour stand-up special, the last thing he ever recorded. It was secretly recorded, a run-through of a planned stand-up thing. In his was, living room. Yeah, it's called Norm MacDonald, Nothing Special, premiering on May 20th. So yesterday, Sam, you invited me and Murphy, Murphy and I, us. <laughs> to roast you. You wanted us to. This all came about because I was needling you about not having the tile on your keychain. Yeah, which you've done. Mm-hmm. And Donna mm-hmm. stepped in on Facebook and said, Please stop, stop picking on Jody. Yeah. She said she's sorry, yeah, and it's yeah. not fun to keep bringing and it I up. I was just trying to explain that we needle each other all the time. <laughs> we so do. I, and I gave you guys a chance to needle you. Shoot a few. Okay, so... And we established that I'm not upset about you doing that. That's who you are. It's what you do. Sam loves to have something on you that he can kind of pick at you he about does. for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and he will. That's kind of been, you know, we're like the brothers and sisters. Well, Jody and I aren't. <laughs> we're married. But uh, yeah, that noodling they, is real. They, they, pick, well, no, they, they pick on each other. <laughs> Donna does bring up an interesting point, though, because at some point, the joke can strike the wrong way, right? I mean, yeah. at some With point is it different people? It, yeah. it depends on how, you, when you use it, and how yeah. you use it, right? Um, I mean, like there's certain things about Jody I will never open my mouth about. Well, okay, because <laughs> you're scared. No, I I just know better. 
Oh, that's nice of you then. That is mature. Do you like an example? No. <laughs> that is mature control. Exactly. It is. That's good. I'm sure. Knowing Sam well, the way I do, I'm sure you have a million complaints about me. Not complaints. Sorry about that it. That is not a complaint. That's a needle. Okay. Well, either, either way. I think the reason I have trouble doing that to you, Sam, maybe I do it more freely to other people. Roasting Murphy. Sam. Um, I grew up around a lot of adult roasting of mm-hmm. each other, and I, I saw it as nagging. Yeah. And I always, I never wanted to be that. And I do it to my detriment, meaning I will bottle things up. Murphy knows this. I will bottle things up for long periods of time because I don't want to nag. Yeah, but there's yeah. a, there's I don't there's a say things. difference between nagging and roasting. Right, exactly. What you were what you were growing up around had a real hidden meaning behind it. In other words, it was said as a joke, but was probably meant. Yes. What's, what's happening in this room is just us yeah. playing with jokes. each other, right? Yeah, okay. I'm not nagging you. I'm no. just poking and, and ha, 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 yeah. ha. Because if I say something, Murphy's going to laugh. Well, if he says something I've, about me, you're going to laugh. Certainly right? I've done it, though. Yeah. Haven't I nagged you and picked at you? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't bother you? It, so it much that you can remember it? It can't bother me. Good. It can't bother any of us. Otherwise, we couldn't We're be safe. together like this. It's a right. safe room. Family. Three things you need to know today. Number one, the American flag at the White House flew at half staff and is still flying that way in memory of the one million American lives lost to COVID-19 mm-hmm. and for their loved ones left behind. If you see it, if you see it flying at half staff at other government governmental buildings in the next few week days or weeks, that's why. That's exactly why. Number two, doctors are warning parents now to not make their own baby formula during this big shortage. Oh, because there are a lot of recipes floating around, right? You know, online. The internet's full of them. It it really is. I mean, we saw some, and we were like, hmm. But this this formula maker Abbott had launched this huge recall at the beginning of this year, and then. You know, supply chain issues and parents are really scrambling for things. They're saying um, they've stepped in the FDA to get that production back up. It shouldn't be much longer, but they've also allowed more formula to be imported from Canada and Europe right now. So you should see it start to get back on the shelves. Gotcha. In the meantime, if you don't have any, reach out to your pediatrician first and then in your community and churches and things like that because people are getting them together. And number three, Mm -hmm. today is Friday the 13th. <laughs> if you're superstitious, businesses every year, especially airlines, lose a ton of money because people refuse to fly on the 13th. Really? Yeah. And by the way, that. if a month starts on a Sunday, that's when you can expect Friday the 13th to be right around the oh, corner. Okay. Uh, but not so much, Jason. Three things for you to know today. We love hearing from you the most. So hit us up, 877-310-4MSJ. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can also reach us online. Social Media Connect. On Facebook, on Instagram, you can email us. And look, the other night when I went Facebook Live, we talked a little bit more about Nurses Week, guys. Mm-hmm. I know you weren't there for it. We, start with ma- we started with makeup. My only makeup hack, mm. um, which is a cool hack. Saves me hundreds of dollars every year. And then we talked about labor and delivery. What was it? I, it, it ta- you wouldn't understand it. Okay. I use my I, eyebrows. I got to go watch the Facebook. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I'm going to have to go back and watch the Facebook Live. I want to know. I yeah. use, okay, my eyebrow pencil. Uh-huh. I use it on my eyebrows. I use it on my lips and on my waterline. It's, and it's cheap and it saves water me. Waterline? The little uh, area right underneath the eye where I like to put a little color. Oh. I don't use eyeliner, but anyway. That's called a waterline? I didn't know that. Yeah. I wasn't sure, but somebody told me that's what it's called. So, yes. Wow. 
Anyway, labor and delivery nurses. We talked about nurses a lot this week, how, you know, nurses probably say things and do things every day, every shift that affect people's lives greatly. It helps them through tough situations. And I was telling my labor and delivery story about how that nurse, after, you know, laboring all day, finally looked at me and it was like emergency C-section time and I started crying we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And the nurse said to me, you remember what she said, Murphy? Healthy mother, healthy baby. Right. And she just held my gaze. And in that moment, she helped me grow up. You know, it's like, suck it up. And so. Um, she helped you refocus for she sure. Did. I mean, Erica, after that many hours of laboring. From Facebook, Erica says, completely panicked when my plan changed. My plan changed. A nurse was the voice of reason, and she was amazing. Mm-hmm. When I moved to Deanna, says, oh, my gosh, I had two emergency C-sections, and I felt like such a failure. Wish I had your nurse. Hmm. Deanna, you're not a failure because of that. Oh, my gosh. Um, that was explained to me not long ago um, by someone who works at a hospital, and a C-section is a major surgery. Yeah. You're not a failure for having it. They cut through uh-huh. seven yeah. layers of tissue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you're expected to go through that, mm-hmm. your body recover from that while taking care of a brand new human being. Yeah. You are not a failure. It's still a major thing. It's just not, it wasn't in your plan, but it's right. okay. Um, again, that's another nurse who taught me something. So thank you, nurses. Thank you, Deanna and Erica. We love hearing from you. Coming up next. Sam, I'm going to try to roast you since you want it so badly. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks to Donna writing in to uh, sending us an email this week about wanting Sam to stop picking on me about the uh, <laughs> me losing the Christmas present you gave me two years ago, the tile. The tile, yeah. Um, the fact that you rib me, roast me about that constantly. She's like, stop, lay off. And we explained that it's okay. We pick on each other. All Equal opportunity fun. picking here. You know, we always have, we always do, but you were inviting us to roast you. Yeah, I figured it, Sam. you know, let's show it's fair play. We're all good with it. And Murphy roasted you just fine about yeah. the, <laughs> about Wedding, the divorces. Yeah, he got married and divorced, married and divorced. But yeah, but yeah you know, it's all in fun. Okay, yeah. yeah. uh, you want me to roast you. Um, number one, there's only one thing that I can think of that I, on the tip of my tongue, almost say a few times, but I always stop. Why? Because I feel wrong about it. Oh. Well, I mean, okay. I don't want to know what it is. Okay. Maybe you'll maybe you'll say, yeah, I have noticed that. Maybe I have let a few slip over the years. Uh-oh. It's just that you, <laughs> I think it's funny, and I mean it lovingly, that you move, you normally move really fast in relationships. Like that uh, goes along with the Murphy thing, but uh-huh. there have been times when you've said stuff about, oh, J-Lo's getting married again, and I feel like going... I don't oh, say anything. Uh, that's a perfect example. Oh, I sh- so I should have done it? Yeah, he would. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Murphy wouldn't hesitate. I just kind of run things through a compassion filter. Nope, nope, nope. Because understand this, I also don't judge that. If you want to move fast and be with people, that's your business because life is short. I mean, yeah. what are you waiting for? Roasting is not about judging. Roasting is roasting. Okay, well, so maybe I didn't understand I'm not that. judging you about the tile. Uh, oh, okay. But I'm just... Picking at you. Okay, because yeah. it's there. Yeah, that's a, right. That's a fair roast, you know. Right for the picking. You know, kind of like when Sam and I pick on you when you run into technical challenges. You know, like your screen's not working, or 
anything that's technical that you know it's anything that you say is human error probably yeah right yeah (laughs) look at the end of the day jody i think the saving grace of all of this you shouldn't feel bad about that you are a great person and you're not going to hurt sam's feelings it's not like you're your mother (laughs) so well done (laughs) well done now i get it Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Johnny Depp's defamation trial against his ex, Amber Heard, will resume on Monday. We had a little break from it, although it doesn't feel like. If you look at social media, they're all over the place. This is the one a friend of ours pointed out. This trial is playing out in social media. (laughs) For one reason, we've got social media now to play it out on. But who can sit and really watch and listen to this? It's boring. Especially as slow as Johnny talks. (laughs) It's boring in real time. It's fun in clips. It's not supposed to be fun. None of this. Okay, so next week, everybody's back after a short break. Ellen Barkin, the actress, is set to testify on Amber's behalf. She's a friend of Amber's. She's going to testify uh, via video. And Amber's sister, a girl named Whitney, is expected to take the stand in person. Hmm. Also, Johnny Depp will get a second round on the stand next week. He's being uh, questioned by Amber's legal team. Gotcha. I hope Johnny's been getting ready. If you play out on social media, it looks like he's just been doodling all the time. <laughs> yeah, I saw him on guitar the other day playing around. Okay. Um, also, this weekend on SNL, here's a big deal. Selena Gomez is hosting. Not performing, hosting. Well, we don't know. Yeah. It's her first time hosting, so she's the host, but the musical guest is Post Malone. Posty, yeah. I think you put him in skits and you could let her, who knows, whatever she wants to do, but that's on Saturday. Sam, you're up for what you love the most this week. Sam's Friday favorite. You know, we have that George Michael movie, uh, Freedom Uncut, coming out in June. 100%. I'm going to be there. Okay, calm down. I saw this come out this week, some little snippets that we are going to see in the movie. Uh Because they talk to different musical people, artists, and they talk to non-musical. Ricky Gervais is in it. Uh, Oh, yeah? James Corden is in it. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool because they kind of touch on how... George Michael helped him start Carpool Karaoke. What? And the first really? time, first time he met George. The first time I ever spoke to George, I'll never ever forget it. Was I had written a sketch for Comic Relief, and he called and he, he loved it and it was great and we had a really great chat. And the idea was it would be George and I singing in a car, and he was like, "Yes, great, lock it in, let's do it." Yeah, he and George singing in a car. Mm-hmm. So we have George Michael to thank for uh, that, too. But George tried to get out of it. The day before, Mm-mm. we got a phone call saying George has pulled out of the sketch. So then I just sent him a text that just says, your silence is deafening my ego. <laughs> and he just, the phone rang, and he called, and he went, okay, let's do it on Thursday. Yeah, so they did it, and he actually does, you know, give credit to, to doing that skit to George. I mean, the, the truth is that... Without that sketch, I don't think I'd have a successful show in America. I don't know if you ever got to see it, but here's a little snippet of it. Call me anything you want to, baby. George, and I know, uh-huh, that you say, come on. And I know I made you happy with that one thing that you never had. Baby, I'm your man. And that was part of the comic relief. That that was when comic relief used to just be in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I had no idea that George Michael was the first one, and now Me I want to go back and watch that one because mm-hmm. I, I guess it really didn't catch on for us until it was bigger artists. I can't remember the first time I saw it. Yeah, because that one was. is part of a charity benefit, but oh. that was his first time doing it. I miss George Michael so much. He was so good, and he, he meant so much to me. Okay, I want to see... The movie comes out in June, by the way. There's so much to see in May and June, and at the, we're going to be at the movies a lot. Get ready for some buttered popcorn, Murphy. And thank you, Sam. Yeah. Sam, I know you're on Snapchat. Yeah. And you like it. Do you love... Do you still play with filters all the time? Because they have some good ones. Yeah, they got one that's going around now. Crying face? Yeah. I know. Uh, Taylor, it's, okay. It's, it's ridiculous. She scared me with it. She says, look, Mom. And I looked, and then she showed me. Yeah. And it was so sad. It, it, it was does upsetting. It beca- it's because not only is the mouth go sad, but it's like somehow your eyes look... It's like you're... Yeah, it's a miracle, and, and, isn't it? And what people are doing is it's like... Hey, what's upsetting you? And they look and they go, nothing. Nothing's upsetting me. But they have that face on. A horrible face. Yeah. <laughs> so the Snapchat crying face filter, in their defense, they're saying, look, this is not. The rumor was that they came up with it because of Amber Heard's crying face oh. in court like ah. last week. And and they're saying, no, this was in development for months before the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. And in their defense, they've done a, you know, happy face filter that's been, they just thought they'd oh, try they it and okay. flip it. It's kind of scary. And truthfully, it works because <laughs> it's, it's super sad.